Weird. Howdy-do, neighbor. Hello, sir. I'm Aaron Lindsay. Welcome to Weird Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And I'm and Craig. I'm Craigery Underhill. I'm Craig Underhill, and uh, I'm uh, I'm here sitting with Aaron. I'm Aaron Lindsay. <laughs> see, not even, see, that I'm, doesn't I'm even pra- sound I'm like me. I'm practicing, so if something happens to you, I can just host the show from both mics. Oh, well, that might work. I mean, I can take some time off if you want to try. I should be so lucky. <laughs> you should be. Hey, it's Friday. So lucky. It's episode 276 of the Weird Podcast podcast weird news you can use without blowing a fuse something like that yeah um, it's all true it's all true because we have rules we That's right we have rules number one rule is only true stories number two rule of the weird podcast when a bad guy is mentioned in a story by only two names the reader must add alan to the middle to complete the official bad guy name code and when number three when we're reading stories and there is a quote that we're reading you have to read it in the accent for that geographical location to make the reader or make the listener rather feel like they are there. Yeah, that's what we're trying to. That's our goal. We want you to feel like you're there. Right. Um, number four, only one official band name per episode per co-host. Because sometimes we hear a band name in the text and we think it'll be a great band name. Sure. And we give them away free. Absolutely. No, no charge. Anybody can use Never it. charged and never will. No. And number five, Friday episodes. Uh, episodes. episodes. Uh, Friday's episodes include movie reviews, but the reviewed movie doesn't actually have to be a movie. Number six, final rule of the weird podcast these rules can be amended if both co-hosts agree if not we'll go to the audience <sighs> so when we sat down you were telling me how much you love your earbuds my your studio toll uh earbuds and i love mine too dude i'm in love with these things i'm i'm not i'm not just saying this you know because hey i, I gotta tell you these are great so you'll buy some no i'm telling you because i enjoy them they're great i really love them i'm wearing a pair i'm wearing my over the years right now even as you we are speak. well the ones that i got the studio the the studio 12 yes. right, is the new model yeah brand and new. It's, it's streamlined it's completely wireless design it comes with this real minimalist like carrying case like yeah, about s- the size of a tic tac it's real small and yeah. it has up to seven hours of battery life and then the case that the earbuds sit in give an extra four additional charges so what happens is you charge the case up and the case uh when they run down you got the case in your backpack or whatever you put your headphone the earbuds back in the that's ca- why the case will charge that's it back why up for you. they call it a case because just in case your battery just in down. case yeah that's what it's called it's got six days of standby life and that's it's, good because we're going camping this weekend i'm taking mine with you're me. gonna love it yeah it also features there's an all-new graphene driver with light uh it's super lightning fast and the latest of bluetooth 5 technology that's the tops that's it uh it, you can use it with ios you can use it with android um there's a microphone on both of them uh so you can um uh, you know take phone calls yeah and uh, you got to push the button on it i found yeah you want to answer the phone you, you you hit your earbud i don't know if you paid attention but if you want to skip songs you push the button on the right ear no uh, tw- i didn't know that so if you want to skip songs you reach up to your right ear tap the button twice it goes to the next song tap it twice on the left ear it goes back a song well i only listen to reo speedwagon so i never skip any songs well you know because they're all fantastic I guess gold. So. so anyway um you you can just go out and check them out for yourself at uh, studio.com s-u-d-i-o uh if you want to go straight to the tolls which i'm talking about at studio.com slash us slash earbuds slash toll t-o-l-v dash white um there's also a black and i think some other color but anyway um 
These things sound so good. And they're, um, and they're very affordable. And when you when you use the code weird podcast when you check out, you get fifteen percent off. That's awesome. So on the previous edition of these earbuds, I think it easily gets them right below a hundred bucks, maybe right around. 100. Yeah, I think so. And then just barely over that with these new ones with the Bluetooth five. Um, I love them. Free shipping. Free shipping. You just can't go wrong. And I, I'm telling you right now, I love these things. I do too. I'm sold. Hundred percent. Um, thrilled and i love studio they've treated us so well over the years very very happy yeah okay so don't forget weird podcast code 15 percent off your purchase weird podcast all one word for that for that and let us know if you actually get some let us know what you think i've had someone who listens already asked me what are so you know i think his exact words were so those are pretty good (laughs) i said i think so i think they're fantastic (laughs) hey it's Friday's episode. You've already mentioned that. What movies, or give me one movie you've seen that since we last Well, met. I'm going to give you two real quick. Well, that, that, but there's a reason. Because well, I want to tell you about one, but I really want to tell you about the other. And well, actually, because it's my podcast, too. That's why. So, I, I rewatched Gremlins. Why? Because I love Gremlins. Just because Phoebe Cates is in it. Because Gremlins are in it. Why? I've been watching Big Bang Theory too much. I'm talking like Sheldon. Okay. And the other thing I watched, it took me 21 years to watch it. I'm not really that enthused by it. The Big Lebowski. Oh, I love that movie. It's got a pretty potty mouth. <laughs> it's got. It's not real family friendly, but it's not. Family, but it's I, a Coen Brothers. I felt movie. like I felt like, in all honesty, because you know I love the Conan Brothers. Absolutely. Who doesn't? Uh, you know, Raising Arizona. Um, uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. Barton Fink confused the heck out of me. Yeah, Barton Fink was a weirdo, but, but it was uh, good. But the thing about the Big Lebowski, I love Jeff Bridges. Yeah. I love his character. Yeah. One thing that surpri- dude. one thing that surprised me is he only says the dude abides once in the whole movie. Yeah, I thought he said it throughout the whole movie. No man, and then um, it just took off, got, took a life of its own. Yeah, so um, I just felt like as great as the Coen Brothers are, some of the stuff in that movie was weird just for the sake of being weird. What like about the, Jesus? That's what I was going to say. The John <laughs> Turturro character really had no place in that movie because he didn't do anything but mock them when they when they were in the bowling alley. <laughs> that's it. That's all that's he needed all he to did. do. And that's he, awesome. And um, and uh, I, I really I, what's his name with the the orange tinted glasses um, the big guy you talking about John Goodman John Goodman yeah Walter or something <laughs> his character's amazing I thought that there was a lot of stuff that was fantastic about the movie and I and I'm stepping on, on, on I'm stepping on hallowed ground here because people love the big Lebowski I do I'm one of them I'm just saying that they've done better he got his rug back he did get the rug back I think they've done. I've, and that was Tara Reed before whatever happened to Tara Reed. Yeah. <laughs> she got all teared up. Uh, so <laughs> she uh, teared up. Yeah. She's uh, whew, she's looking rough. <laughs> anyway, I just felt like they did. Better. But anyway, back to Gremlins, though. What a fun movie. I'm not going to say. The thing about the father falling down the chimney and getting stuck. That's that, the part that drives me nuts. I do not I, like that part of the movie. That part drives me. And it almost ruins the movie for I me. I agree. It's it's just this narrative in the middle that has no bearing on anything. It's so dumb. Uh, and, and I agree with that. But the rest of the movie. Now, the way Phoebe Cates feels about the holidays, I agree with. I think well, she's. But the know. whole movie was so much fun. I forgot. I had forgotten Howie Mandel was actually the voice of Gizmo. Um, and yeah, also like Bobby. And, and also. Um, Frank Welker, who's showed up on our list of celebrities that somebody thought was going to die in the next year. Yeah. He's, I told you, he does. Time's ton, not up yet. He does, he does tons of voices, Scooby-Doo, all these things. He's done, I mean, his, his resume is ridiculous. Two people on that list have already gone on in. Tim Conway and uh, uh, Doris Day. 
Tim Conway, man. I knew that was going to happen, too. Because he, man, what I, knew, I knew he had Alzheimer's. He, they they he said set he was the standard for comedy in the 70s. He's a, he's a, uh, a master of physical comedy. Oh, incredible. I'll go back and watch the uh, the dentist sketch again. No, that's the best. That's uh, when the he best. starts stabbing himself and his arm goes limp, when he stabs himself yes, with another can. and his tongue. He starts with his tongue, doesn't he? Uh, starts with his arm, then his leg, and then his forehead. <laughs> yeah. He just, the dude, and then uh, there's, a, there's a friend of mine on Facebook. Actually, it's a friend of a friend. I know the guy. We're an acquaintance. Uh, I'm an acquaintance of him. Who posted a picture he took of Tim when Tim came down to one of the colleges here in Tennessee. And he said that uh, in his, in his uh, comments of the picture, which is a funny picture he's, he's holding a he's got a balloon in front of him a red balloon and he's making this funny look he said he just asked him he said hey do you mind if i tie this to your suit he goes yeah no problem and he goes he, then he just made that face he just was always on <laughs> said that he was uh really only contracted to hang out 45 minutes or something he stayed until every person got their autograph handshake awesome. picture and everything he's just apparently he was he was just such a a really good just a big loss for comedy yeah, yeah. it was yeah all right what do you give uh, what do you give your movies well <sighs> Big Lebowski. How many bowling pins? Uh, I'm going to give Big Lebowski maybe two and a half bowling pins. I just don't think it was that great. You've got to be kidding me. Maybe three, but not really. Three that, out of five bowling pins? I feel pins? like I'm lying if I say three. Oh, I, my I just, gosh. I just don't think it's their best work. I just don't. And it I'm sorry to, to my listeners. Best. It doesn't have to be raising Arizona I'm, in order to I'm get so, five. I'm, but it's not a five. It is a five. You're a five. <laughs> <laughs> and on Gremlins, I'm going to give it probably three. I'm going to give Gremlins like four and a half meals after midnight. Hoyt Axton. Hoyt Axton. I, I delivered pizza to Hoyt's mom up in the Bathroom H- Buddy. Up Bathroom <laughs> Buddy. I was so uncomfortable watching every one of his things because his, his poor wife just endured it in that movie. Now we know how our wives feel. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> it's not Bathroom Buddy. It's weird podcast. His mother, who I think wrote Heartbreak Hotel, um, she lived in Hville, right up the street here. Did she really? And she had a big mansion right off uh, Walden Ferry. Well, yeah. since her baby left her, probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. She had to find a new place. And now to go the place out. is like, uh, you know, a dilapidated old mansion looking place. But I back in the 80s, I delivered pizza to her and some older gentlemen were there. And I delivered pizza to Hoyt Axton's mom. That's pretty cool. All right. I took Lori to see The Intruder. I want to see this. At the theater. And she made a comment. She said, is it that Dennis Quaid, is he is he a great actor or is he just really a creepy old man? I think he's the first. He's, he's, he's a great he, actor. He's a yeah. fantastic actor. Yeah. And he, he plays a disturbing role. I love it. I've seen the trailer a couple times. It's a good movie. It, it looks fantastic. It's a fun movie. I'll give you that. It's a lot of fun, and it had a twist. He's out there mowing the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you didn't see Endgame. You went to see that. Yeah, we went to see that instead. You know, I'm burnt out on superhero no, movies. you need to see that last one. No, I'm going to watch. New, you know what I'm going to do instead? New, I'm going to watch Big Lebowski. And the new uh, Spider-Man's going to be fantastic. I'm not worried about that either. I didn't see the last Spider-Man. Then you're missing out. <laughs> I give Intruder, let's see. I'm going to give the Intruder... How many break-ins? I'm going to give it four out of five uh, lawnmowers. Just lawnmowers? Yeah. Is that the... That's not the big thing. It's just the, the only thing I can story? think of right now. No, but that was pretty... Pretty? pretty. I can't say, pretty? I can't say pretty? anything. <laughs> oh, and then, by the way, before we get started, so I'm sitting there, and I, I texted you about this during the week, but... I'm sitting there. I like. I love live PD. You know, I love. Yeah, that. you watch that. I love because you think it's real. It is real. Okay, if you it's say so. PD. Whatever. It's and in they, the title. I love all their spinoffs too. They've got uh, PD Cam is a good one that I love. Yeah, I so I'm any. sitting back. I, I got home early from work one you day said, this I, week, I, 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 I. <laughs> and I, I was doing some work. I was doing some production work. I turned the TV on, and I thought, well, I've got these recorded, so I started watching a PD Cam. They arrested Shia LaBeouf. 
on PD yeah, Cam. you sent me that, yeah. yeah. And he made a fool of himself on that show, and I'm so glad they Just showed do it. everything. Just do it. <laughs> do, do it. I used to have that button. I don't what think was I've his got other, it What was his other thing? We will overcome. What was it? We, we will not. We will not. It was that we will not something. Uh, it's so memorable. We can't remember yeah, what it was. We, we will not. Uh, I, he will not divide us. He will, will not, not divide, divide us. He will not divide us. All I know us. is the, the, the joy in our eyes when we watched that flag go down and then they <laughs> yes. lifted something back up that they found his flagpole. Thank you, 4chan. I don't agree with everything you guys do, but that, that made my week. All right. Are you ready, sir? For what? Story. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Well, you should probably wait till I'm actually ready. Well, I thought you were ready. 26-year-old maid tied to tree as punishment for leaving furniture outside in the sun. That's a little much. Film at 11. I saw the photo. The photo? Yeah, I saw the photograph of this, and it was sad. But go ahead and read. Uh, go ahead and read your story. I really wanted to go through some lyrics from photograph, but I couldn't remember <laughs> what they were. I don't want yours. <laughs> I don't need yours. A Filipino maid was cruelly tied to a tree by a Middle Eastern family. As, by the way, this is what the story says. I'm not saying Middle Eastern <laughs> families are cruel. This is what the story says. A Filipi- I just want let's, to let's head that one off at the pass, okay? This is what the story says. Gotcha. Filipino maid was cruelly tied to a tree by a Middle Eastern family as punishment for leaving furniture outside in the sun, according to reports. The woman named Lovely Acosta. What if it's Jim's daughter or Jim's wife? Uh, no, daughter, because she's 26. Yeah. Jim Acosta. Yeah. Uh, Lovely Acosta. Costa, 26, have been working for a wealthy family in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia for several months. A lot of wealthy families over there. She is said to have angered her employees after leaving a piece of expensive furniture outside in the scorching heat where it risked being faded by the sun. Oh, my gosh. And these people could buy and sell those that piece of furniture all day long, yeah. probably. A colleague also from the Philippines took pictures of the alleged punishment in a bid to expose the family's cruel work practices. The shocking images showed the maid tied by her wrist and legs to a tree in the family's garden on May 9th. Now I'm going to say something. Go ahead. Barbarians. Yes. That's, was, that's that, that, that was me. You can take that to the bank and deposit it. Barbarians. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, her employees were allegedly trying to show her the effects of staying outside in, uh, outside in under the sun. Um, okay. There's a difference between putting a human being in the sun and a piece of furniture. The Philippines Department of Foreign Affairs, that's the DFA to you and me, uh, said it was made aware of the situation and successfully helped the mother of two return home. A spokesman said, the Department of Foreign Affairs... <laughs> Reports that overseas Filipino worker Lovely Acosta Barulo from Saudi Arabia arrived in Manila at 8.55 on May 9th. The Philippine Embassy in Riyadh reported that the case of OFW Barulo was referred to them on May 9th and she was repatriated on the same day. Repatriated? I said repatriated. Repatriated? Repatriated. I say repatriated. That's not repatriated. No, it's not repatriated, but I said that. But that's not how you say it. That's how I say it. On the same day, (laughs) OFW, which was a great band from the 90s, Barulo. Orchestra uh, Flowers in the World. (laughs) Was allegedly punished by her employer by being tied to a tree. A woman. uh, Wait a minute. Allegedly not because I've seen the photo. Yeah. A woman who claimed to be Acosta's co-worker appealed for help and said their employee would hurt them whenever they committed small mistakes. Barbarians. Yes. Lovely has since returned to her family in La Union, the Philippines. La Union. And, I would, and, I, and I would say barbarians if it was down the street here. Sure, that's barbaric behaviors. Yes. Yeah. Speaking 
the, I, you know, our listeners are smart enough. I don't, I don't need to explain myself. No. They should know. No. Speaking this week, the relieved worker said, they came out of the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much for those who helped me. I want to also ask for help for the other Filipinos left there. I do not know how they talk. I'm just talking this way because I'm just trying to put <laughs> you there. Doesn't sound like it. No. I don't know. <laughs> they are the ones, uh, they are the ones who helped me and uploaded my, I don't know how Philippines, I don't Philippines either. how they talk. Let's just figure they talk like I this. I kind of think they sound kind of Jamaicish. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Help me, man. <laughs> they, completely different part of the world. Someone untie me from the tree, man. They are the ones who helped me and uploaded my pictures. I am afraid for their safety. I hope they get rescued, too. You old man will find your karma. You just wait. Keep deducting our salaries. This is the reason why you have poor health. It's your karma for all the wrong things you did. Insta karma is going to get him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really wish I could have delivered a Filipino accent. Well, we we got to look that up. We'll have to figure out what it is. Yeah. So really, I made you feel like you were somewhere drifting a sea around the sea. Jamaica. Maybe mine. Jamaican me nuts. <laughs> oh, man, I watched another movie this week. Well, you already had two. But you want to watch that was really good? Boy, I watched Equalizer 2. I saw one. Well, two. Oh, better. I saw two. No, two's, I did see two. Better. I saw two in the theater. Denzel. Yeah, it's better than one. It was good. Oh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like five and a half out of five chops to the neck. There you go. I mean, it's like whatever he does to him. Secret rooms, dude. I love how he is. He's so OCD. Yeah, the character is so subtle about the way he works yes, and acts. It's and like monk, a serious uh-huh. monk. And um, well, not a serious monk. I mean, I, you know what I love about Denzel? He's one of my favorite actors. And and the, and not that I watch all his movies, but what I love about him is. You don't feel like he's acting. No, he's good. He's he just, that good. He, he's so good. You yeah. feel like he's just being that person. And a good human. He's a good human being. Yeah. yeah. Really good. So it was it was a fantastic movie. Equalizer 2, I highly recommend. Well, you may have heard the uh, Food Fight theme song. Headline is, man arrested in cheeseburger attack on sleeping girlfriend. Why did the cheeseburger attack her? Well, he wanted it his way. That's why. Oh, and, I see. And when he didn't get it, he attacked her with a cheeseburger. Kyle Jamison Jones <clears throat> of Florida fame. It's a twofer. I didn't realize this. You should read your stories. Yeah. Kyle Jamison Jones of Florida faces a battery charge for allegedly slapping his sleeping girlfriend in the face with a cheeseburger. So he just brings in what? Like his phone, they charge it for him? After some sort of argument. Police were called to the 30-year-old man's home and found the girlfriend covered in bits of food. (laughs) He said, man, she's a sloppy eater. She told cops she was woken up by the beef smack. Beef smack. Band of the that's Aaron's that's Aaron's band name of the week Beef Smack. Oh wait, I meant this. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Okay, police were called to the 30-year-old man's home and found the girlfriend covered in bits of food. She told the cops that she was woken up by the beef smack, then claimed Jones pulled her hair and kicked her. You said the beef smack. Beef smack. Uh, Jones pulled her hair and kicked her down the stairs, Craig. That's not right. It's. I mean, it's bad enough you get slapped by a cheeseburger. Jones, and it wasn't even a, uh, a juicy and delicious. Yeah, jumbo and delicious. Yeah, that's what I meant. Jones admitted only to verbal argument. Authorities said in a Facebook post Tuesday, it wasn't clear what they'd fought about. It, it would have to be a really, a pretty bad cheeseburger for me to waste it on somebody. I'll tell you what he fought her about. She, he asked for a Whopper, and yeah, she came yeah. back with a Whopper Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Or like one of those uh, Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers yeah, from Wendy's. Yeah, probably said, you don't need all that. You bring me back a real burger. Yeah, I'll be, and until then, take this to and the face. Smack. <laughs> Beef smack to your head. I Fired that wig up, he did. <laughs> I pity the headline. Breckenridge man, or is it Bracken? Bracken 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 Ridge man chased 
man with baseball bat then mooned him. (laughs) (laughs) A Brackenridge man is accused of yelling racial slurs at another man before chasing him with a baseball bat and mooning him. (laughs) The alleged victim told authorities he was walking past the home of Eric Todd Clark, 47, on April 26th when Clark called him a racial slur. Hey, you're a racial slur. You racial slur, you. You're nothing but a racial slur, man. That's what you are. Brackenridge. Look at this. Brackenridge <laughs> police say. That's no moon. The <laughs> That's no moon. <laughs> the alleged victim yelled back at Clark and began to record him on a cell phone, according to the court papers filed in the case. The papers. It's in the papers. As the man was recording, police said Clark grabbed an aluminum bat and started to chase him across the empty parking lot. Clark turned his back on the other man. Don't do that. Pulled down his pants and mooned him, <laughs> police said, after which he pulled up his pants and ran towards the victim again with the bat raised. <laughs> oh, crap. The alleged... It was like he was taking his strike stance. <laughs> oh, no. There's nothing if he turns around, If he turns around and moons you, it's, it's it means he's about to strike. People mooning people. It's just the dumbest thing. It's hilarious. It's funny, but it's It's dumb. the bummest thing. <laughs> That's so... Bu- Anywho, I'm not going to be all punny with that. I don't want to bum you out. He bum rushed him with a baseball bat. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Where was it? The alleged victim stopped recording and ran away. (laughs) Clark was told that day that he wasn't to have any more contact with the alleged victim, but Clark contacted him through Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) This mooning story's got you drowsy. It's got me so tired over here. Try that again. Yeah. Let me know when we're done here. I'm going to wake up and go home. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, that just came out of nowhere. It did. did. You, you, just, you were fine, and then all of a sudden, not. Not. you're yawning. You're sleeping. Uh, but he contacted him through Facebook Messenger a few days later, police said. I think it's when I said Facebook Messenger. <laughs> oh. Police this week issued a warrant for Clark's arrest. He had not been arrested as of Wednesday afternoon. Clark faces misdemeanor charges of terroristic threats, ethnic intimidation, simple assault harassment, and open lewdness, as well as summary summary charges of harassment and disorderly conduct. Simple assault. That's pretty, pretty easy to do. Hey, do you like coffee? Sometimes. I love. I say sometimes. I love coffee. I drink a I lot love coffee, of coffee, but I'm not obsessed with coffee. I'm like, not, I'm not obsessed like I am with ice cream. I'm not. I don't know that I'm obsessed with it, but I've got to have it. Is that obsession? Um, Maybe if it steers your day, it is. Well, if I don't, like if I oversleep and get out of the house. If but, it's routine and it helps you get the day going, that's yeah. one thing. But if okay. you've got to have it or you're going to tear somebody apart. Well, I tell you, I don't need it this bad. Headline is $75 cups of coffee sell out at Southern California locations. Starbucks? Los Angeles. They're on sale. 75 bucks may sound pricey for a cup of coffee. No, no, no. It is. <laughs> but it seems plenty of people are willing to pay it. Stupid people. What's believed to be the most expensive cup of coffee in the world has already already sold out at several exclusive Southern California locations. Clatch Coffee Roasters is using the super exclusive Elida Geisha 803 coffee beans from Panama, which cost over $800 a pound. It's only available at their Los Angeles and San Francisco locations. Clatch says it owns only 10 pounds Clatch says it owned the only 10 pounds available in the country, but they're running out after selling the brew to special events. A company executive says the coffee is an affordable luxury like an expensive wine. Well, when you put it like that, it's it's not so bad. No, it's still water filtered across some beans. It's nothing like you've ever tried. Or will ever try. Said Heather Perry. Oh, Heather. Oh, HP. (laughs) 
vice president of the Clatch Coffee. It's almost got these beautiful tea-like qualities. You know what? So does tea. It's got fruit flavors. I don't want fruit-flavored coffee. Perry says they are completely sold out of the Elida Geisha 803 coffee beans. Uh, they have another bean from the same farm in Panama. But that's only five bucks a cup. So that's regular Starbucks price. I, I, I would try it. I say I don't. Not for I, I bucks. No, I wouldn't pay seventy-five. I would bucks. say uh, the only fruity coffee I've ever had, which is delicious and doesn't sound like it would be, is blueberry coffee. It's just got a hint of blueberry flavor after you drink it. It's really good. Dunk, I don't like flavored coffee. I don't either normally, but yeah. this isn't strong. Like I can't stand all those like French vanillas nah, and all nah, that kind of nah, stuff. Nah, keep that away from me. It's because it's all added. Yeah, it's yeah, there's no French vanilla. There's no hazelnut bean that grows Not on it. Not that I know of. There's no there's no chocolate maple nut brownie bean. Uh, bean. <laughs> if there were, I'd brew up a pot. But there's not. How about that chocolate I brought you tonight? Man. You, oh, it's okay. Lori doesn't listen to the show. Oh, that's right. You yeah, talk about I, I probably it. won't share those. That's delicious. Got those at Sam's. Can I say Sam's on, on our podcast? I, I guess. Salted caramel doodahs i don't know what they're called just cho- chocolates <laughs> go in and ask for the doodahs they're in the they're in that aisle with with all the yummy <laughs> that, aisle. that aisle and it's, they're like this plastic container this plastic tub i used to love to go into sam's to see what was in the free uh, sample machine you remember that the free osk yeah the free osk yeah it was broken last time i was there usually they give you something like a little bitty pack or something really it's just i got some chapstick out of it one time it's just tricking you into giving them marketing got a little bitty bag of dog food how was it <laughs> Judge approves unusual court transport for a defendant who weighs more than 900 pounds. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a 900-pound human being? No. Human coffee bean. Coffee bean. Okay, did you ever watch Monk? Yeah. I love the show Monk. You remember Dale the Whale? I've only seen just a few episodes. Okay, as as the series progressed, he he got a arch enemy, uh, nemesis, Dale the Whale. And this guy was so huge, they had to, like, build the jail around him. You know, he had, he, he was, I don't even think he was 900 pounds. 900 pounds is crazy. Yes. That's, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's really like, I don't know how your heart even beats blood to your body. How, how do you get to the, I, I mean, you could explain you know, if you want to let us know. You know how, I, how does your heart beat <laughs> That's real blood? funny. If I ever hit 500 pounds, that's a wake-up call. The day's early. If I hit 300 pounds, it's a wake-up call. The day's early. Imagine. How do you get to 900 pounds? Why didn't somebody... What's wrong with this man? I don't other, know. other than his wife. Psychological. You think? Yeah. He's got, just, gotta be. He's a drug dealer. I can tell you that. Really? Yeah. How do you do that? Well, you just read about read on. How many times do you have to shoot him? Read on. I mean, if they got into like one of those drug deal things. Yeah, I was thinking about that. If somebody shot him. Would he just go? There's enough fat surrounding this guy's body. There's no way that bullet could get to his organs. It would hurt. Once you put a book up in front of your face and let me shoot and see what happens. Yeah, we know what happens on that. That's been done. A man who weighs more than 900 pounds is set to be brought to federal court in Richmond on Monday after the approval of a plan involving the FBI, the U.S. Marshals Service, and the Richmond Ambulance Authority. Oh, wait. Also, the Henrico... County Division of Fire and state and local emergency personnel. Man, I know there's all these people. There's whole Nobody roster. likes this guy. Kenneth T. Hicks, 48 of Emporia. Oh, Kenny T. Yeah. Um, who was charged in a cocaine conspiracy case is scheduled to plead guilty before U.S. Magistrate uh, Judge David J. Novak uh, and can be taken into custody immediately. You don't have handcuffs big enough. On Tuesday. They'd have to. They'd have to. St- they'd have to lock what's he going to run? What's he going to do? Run? <laughs> Really? <laughs> uh, on Tuesday, Novak approved 
an unusual transportation plan for Hicks sought by the government and his lawyer in an effort to protect his health, safety, and dignity. I think the dignity's gone. Yeah. Uh, the arrangements could involve cutting through a wall where he lives, bracing the structure, and even cutting down some trees. Court if you've got to have a wall removed to leave your house... Just put him under house arrest. He's not going well, anywhere. Well, that's what... That's what somebody said earlier, except that he's a drug dealer out of his house. Right. So he's right there. No, right now he's a drug dealer in his house. Right. When they cut the wall down, he'll be yeah, out of yeah, his house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Court papers show that the alleged conspiracy to distribute and possess with the intent to distribute more than a pound of cocaine took place from 2013 uh, into 2017. Hicks asked that the FBI, the Marshal Service, first responders, and other assets, uh, I'm sorry, and others assess any medical issues he may have oh i'm sure he does once the medical personnel confirm that the defendant can be moved the fbi will determine the best way to accomplish this while ensuring the safety and well-being of the defendant as well as all government personnel stated the request to novak depending on his current weight he may be placed on a gurney and taken out through a doorway and down a ramp however if he got away from them However, could you imagine that? <laughs> However, if it proves necessary... There ain't a car fast enough to catch up with that. <laughs> what was that? However, if it proves necessary to protect Hicks' safety, the FBI and U.S. Marshals may determine that it is necessary to open a large hole in the wall of the structure in order to facilitate the use of a device capable of lifting the defendant's weight. Now, we're not making fun of the guy. We're not fat-shaming the guy. We're making fun of him because he's a drug dealer. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fair. Okay, I know I've seen a enough live PD I've seen enough of these cop shows to know that before you're booked or after you're booked before you get to your cell they do a strip search how would you like to be that officer I would just quit (laughs) oh found another pound of coke (laughs) right here between these folds found another pound no no we just need to know if it's drugs oh sorry (laughs) I'm separating the 900 from the other hold on put him up to 901 what if he was actually 300 pounds and it was like, you know, 600 pounds of drugs. <laughs> it's a bodysuit filled with dope. Yes, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> oh, boy. Dennis Rodman's at it again, Craig. He's back in the headlines. Headline is, Dennis Rodman accused of stealing a 400-pound amethyst crystal from a yoga studio. Well, he needed to time travel. If you yeah. watch Napoleon Dynamite, you have to have a crystal. That's, you have to. You have to have yes. a crystal. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. I can't get enough of that movie. I never get tired of it. I need to watch that again. Oh, it's so good. The owner of a Southern California yoga studio is accusing Dennis Rodman of helping three people steal more than $3,500 worth of merchandise from his business. Ali Shaw says security cameras captured the former NBA star walking into Vibes Hot Yoga in Newport Beach on Tuesday with his alleged accomplices. Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan. No, no, it says Shaw. Oh, oh, I thought his accomplices. Shaw said that the four. And Kazam was with him. Yeah, Kazam. <laughs> if Kazam. Kazam was with him, he just. Kazam! They'd be done. That'd be done and be out of there. Shaw said that the four worked together to distract an employee so they could steal clothes and a 400 pound amethyst crystal. 400 pounds? Yeah. That thing's got much magic. It must be. Uh, just think. You could have two of those that still not have as much weight as the guy we just talked about. It's crazy. And worth a lot more. Well, no, I don't know who's a drug dealer. Maybe not. <laughs> Shaw and Rodman returned Wednesday and tried to distract a different employee while a female companion grabbed clothes that were on the display. 
So police told the Los Angeles Times that they are investigating the matter and no one has been arrested. Rodman told TMZ, you know, that uh, very informative news channel. Yeah. Actually, they're usually on target. Yeah, they, they usually, are. I'm usually know what's going on. Say that. And as a matter of fact, when uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Sheila Booth was arrested, uh, the officer let, was later overheard saying, look, four hours, we're going to be on TMZ. Yeah, that's what they refer to because TMZ has these guys. You've seen the show. They're all standing around the office talking. What do you got? Yeah, what yeah, do you got? Yeah. What do you got? And they're all like talking about what they found. These guys are like. Cockroaches. <laughs> the cockroaches. Uh, Robin told TMZ that the studio's owner offered him the clothes as gifts in exchange for moving the crystal. Rodman's got the money. He should. Yeah. I mean, look at those expensive boas he but wears. People, rich people do weird things. They do. I look mean, at Winona Ryder. Yeah. Australian wins lottery using numbers from a dream. How about that? That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty good. If I dreamt that I won the lottery, I would write down those numbers as soon as I awoke. A man in Australia has scooped. A $1 million lottery prize. 536,000 pounds is what this says. That's a, that's about as heavy as the guy we were just discussing. Yeah, it is. After dreaming the winning numbers 13 years ago, the man who wishes Wait a to re- minute. Well, no, he's probably been playing them every year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's been playing them every day for 13 years. It just got lucky. Either way, he won. Yeah, but... Whatever. Quit tra- I, you're just jealous No, now. I thought he had a dream and went and bought a ticket I know, and I thought that too. It's not quite as dramatic, but it's still good. And where is this from? Australia. Everybody want to do it and do the kangaroo. Come on, come on, come on, do it and do the big salute. The man who wishes to remain anonymous said he had dreamt the numbers one night and had been playing them ever since. That's that's a foul. He said, no, he won. He said, oh, I checked my ticket online and discovered the news. I thought one day I would see them all there. I haven't given up on them. The winner said the numbers had won him other prizes in previous years. He added, they're certainly uh, my lucky numbers, and I'll keep playing them, and it will get me a chocolate thunder down under <laughs> when I'm not, you know, got some shrimp on the barbie. I could buy a million blooming onions with what I've got right now. That's right. I could buy me a real knife. Anyway, we got through them all. The winning ticket was purchased from East Devonport News Agency in Tasmania. Oh, I'm a Tasmanian. <laughs> <laughs> you little devil. You think it was like <laughs> spinning real fast? Uh, it, it's not the first time a winner has claimed to have seen lucky numbers in a dream. Earlier this month, a woman in the U.S. won $101,000, $101,600 after dreaming that a man came to her and gave her the lucky numbers. Well, what do you think about that? I mean, you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I, I'm a believer in dreams, but not all dreams. Like the dreams where I'm being chased or something. That, that doesn't what about the one me. where you're in the middle of a store uh, on a toilet? I don't think I've had that one. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Okay, Craig, something new this week. We're starting something new. Uh, This is called Too Long Didn't Read. When I'm getting the show ready, uh, there's all kind of interesting stories. Some of them are too long. And what's the TLDR stand for? Uh, Too Long Didn't Read. Too Long Didn't Read. So here, I'm going to give you a headline, and we're just going to discuss this for a second. Okay, Okay, here we go. Six of the 11 Reese's Monkeys. Reese's? I love Reese's. The peanut butter stuff they've got. So good. I'm going to start over. Okay. (laughs) Six of the 11 Reese's Monkeys. I love Reese's, especially the chocolate cup. With the peanut butter in the middle. Successfully implanted with human brain genes. Brain? Have died. Okay. So more than half of these monkeys have died, but let's talk well, about this. I can this. explain this. What are you talking about? I can explain this. They were implanted with human brain genes that made them dumber and they just died. <laughs> they forgot to breathe. Actually, the story, I did read it. 
No, but, you can't do that. You can't talk out of no, both no, sides. No, no, we can. I mean, you I, said I just too long didn't read. Too long didn't read. Now you just said you read it. They did. False advertising. The monkeys showed improved short-term memory, and but and here's the interesting thing about it, Craig. It, Unknown caller. I oh, can't no, believe I, it. It's, I have got. <laughs> Spam calls coming it. in. I got spam calls coming in every second of the day. Every time you've yelled at me for making a little bitty, teeny, tiny I, noise. I forgot to mute my phone. And, okay. all right, and get get, do you not get spam calls all the time? No, I don't. It drives me insane. Six of the 11 rhesus monkeys successfully implanted with human brain genes have died. So they not only were smarter as youth, it took they were like stunted maturity. In other words, as other monkeys matured, these monkeys stayed young in the way they acted. Just like humans. Just like humans yes, nowadays. <laughs> yes, <stupid. laughs> well, we can't talk about that. Oh, well, you can. But what really uh, astounds me is have these people never seen uh, Project X. No, what? I was thinking Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is isn't that how it started pretty much. Why are we messing with monkeys? Why, what do they do to us? Why don't they make other people There's smart? people out there with monkey disease. Give some of this stuff to AOC. And what's, <laughs> yeah. What's up with all these people with the monkey disease? People giving, you getting diseases from monkeys? <laughs> Leave these, these poor, poor monkeys, monkeys alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Mark Patch. Mark Patch. Just Mark Patch. Mark Patch. Enough, enough said. said. Yes. No, Mark Patch. Uh, top 10 most iconic 90s songs. Okay. None of these are accurate because there was nothing in the 90s worth listening to. <laughs> so not true. And you're, music, about to be, you're about to be proven wrong, Music mister. died December 31st, 1989. No. Music came to it. It did not. It did. Good, maybe, maybe the best music. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple on here that are all right. Oh, wait. Thunder, okay, number 10, Thunderstruck, ACDC. That's from the 90s? Yes, sir. I thought that was older. It's one of their latter ones. Uh, oh, one of the ladders? Yeah, the ladders. Because they were <clears> short. <throat> number nine, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Never listened to them. Oh, I love Metallica. Number eight, a Prince song, Nothing Compares to You by uh, Sinead O'Connor. You talking about Sinbad O'Connor? Sinbad O'Connor, Skinhead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, Hey Now, You're an All-Star by Smash Mouth. That wasn't bad. Number six. I kind of got tired of that one quick. Uh, number six. Of the top ten most iconic '90s songs, I think my problem with this list, most the, these lists, most of the time is they they build up the title builds them up higher than they should be. It should be like top, top ten, you know, really okay songs you no, remember from the no, '90s. No, these are great songs. Number six, Wonderwall, Oasis. Man, That's a great what, song. Whatever. Uh, number five, Gangsters Paradise by Coolio. I prefer no Gangsters. 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 I'm sorry. I prefer Amish Paradise by yeah, me Weird too, Al. Me too. Number four, Losing My Religion, R.E.M. I like that one. Number three, Inner Sandman by Metallica. They had two on the list. Um, number two, Truly is an epic song because she is a she was such a talent. This song is incredible. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. She took a song that was a good song and just took it to the moon. Number oh, one man. is probably my least favorite song on the list. Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Where's that, um, uh, where's that, The Verb? That was a huge song yeah. in the 90s. And what about, um, Thump, Tub Thumping? Tub Thumping. Tub Thumping was big. You got knocked down. I got back up again. Ain't nothing going to keep me down. <laughs> what about that, I walked 100 million miles to oh, be well, with that's you. A good 500 one. miles to walk 500 more miles what to be tired. What about Four Nine Blinds? There was some stuff I, that, you know, there were some, I don't know. I, what about, I, find, uh, I find things in the 90s that I like. But What, what, what was the band, the Crash Test Dummies? Once there was a boy. <laughs> That's good. You should work on that and never do that again. 
wouldn't go and play with the other boys in class and wait. That's, that's nice. Yeah, it's really good. I sound like it. You do. They you finally be, made it. Doesn't hurt, it's not really that hard to sound like crap. Hey, where was uh, <laughs> where was uh, Hootie the Blowfish? Ah, always want to be with you. Oh, oh my God. Oh, look at songs, too. Yeah, I like uh, but they're not. Rucker. They're not in the top ten of the iconic songs. They're better. It's, they were bigger than some of this stuff. Whatever. Mark Hatchett been in there. He has. At least hits. there wasn't any nasty Pearl Jam garbage. Ugh. Oh, I can't stand them. Not, not a fan. Can't stand them. Can't stand them, man. That's to go upstairs. Hey, what's the guy's name? Maybe go Nickelback. What was the guy? Yeah, what was the guy's old sweet guy from uh, Pearl Jam? Oh, I forgot his name. Better, any better. Eddie Why don't better, you go upstairs yeah. and climb your great big pillar? <laughs> Why don't you go up there on your, on your great big grunge pillar? You can just cry on that lawn, Mr. Pepper. Yeah. Hey, Mom. Hey, Pops. Pops had a fall this week. Doing okay. That usually doesn't Doing come okay. until around October. <laughs> Is he okay? Yep. Good. 